Now, a deal has been struck at COP28. Almost 200 countries have agreed to begin reducing global consumption of fossil fuels. The conference came close to being a failure because some nations wanted a phase out of fossil fuels. Mark Howden is a climate professor from the Australian National University. Hi, Mark. Hi, Heather. The, 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 the agreement agrees to transition away from coal, oil and gas. Is that good enough? In my view, no. Um, the the phasing out language that was preferred uh, prior to the meeting um, is pretty clear. It means sort of taking to zero. Um, transitioning away is much weaker language uh, and it's uh, undefined. So what what does that mean? Uh, and, and also the focus on energy systems without defining the energy systems is a problem because, you know, does that include industry? Does that include uh, transport activities and similar things? So there's there's lots of wriggle room here and probably not clear enough in terms of its goals. Transition away to me just sounds like phase down. Is that about the same thing? Well, phasing down and phasing out are slightly different things as well. And you used the, the phasing out term earlier. Um, phasing down, likewise, like transitioning away, is a fairly ill-defined concept. Mm. Uh, it could mean quickly, it could mean completely, or it could mean slowly or whatever. So um, so I think there, there needed to be a little bit more hard edge to this to be taken um, a little bit more seriously, and and some of our Pacific neighbours are pretty concerned. I think about the the nature of the language. M- Mark, did all the countries actually agree to this? Because it sounds like the decision was gavelled when the small island states weren't in the room. Yeah, I wasn't there, and so I can't comment. But um, but I have read media about that that. Uh, um, some of the small island states were actually still discussing the text when it was gaveled down. Uh, and to my mind, that's a, a fundamental procedural problem, uh, which does raise questions about the integrity of the decision, because the, the nature of these decisions is they're not confirmed until everyone agrees. And, uh, and if everyone wasn't in the room, then to my mind, that can't happen. So I'd be pretty concerned about that and I'd I'd feel pretty aggrieved if I was one of the Pacific people. How do you feel about African countries, for example, Uganda, who want to and are right now digging and mining away for this stuff? Should they be allowed because they're undeveloped? Well, there's a a long, long history of of arguing about... um, differentiated responsibilities and equitable outcomes uh, within the UN Framework Convention. And and that means uh, different transition paths uh, for countries and different goals depending on their circumstances. And that's really embedded in the fundamental nature of these agreements where essentially they're voluntary agreements where countries define what sort of actions they're going to take that are appropriate to their context and within their capability. All right. Hey, Mark, thank you for talking us through that. Professor Mark Howden, Director of the Institute for Climate, Energy and Disaster Solutions at the Australian National University. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.